Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Keith Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern Spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Second Shot. Chad Prather sitting alongside my partner in crime, Mr. Heath Oaks. It's a good day. It's a good day. I'm sitting here reading all of the comments of people that are mad at me online. You make oh, somebody mad? yeah. No. Pots. <laughs> you know what? I my day, my week wouldn't be complete if I didn't make some people mad every single day. You do it, and you know you're doing it. I it's love fun to do it because I don't care and I don't worry, and I'm just comfortable with it. Uh, some people got need produce, to be stirred. We got producer Zach, and we got intern Mimi. How right. are you? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. good. Mimi. She's shooting a little live feed. And speaking of making people mad, oh, you I love got this a one. headline. Oh, I love it. You got a headline here. This kid was bold. This is probably my fav- one of my all-time favorite ones. And I have a feeling this is going to get us a little bit uh, good, Good, don't you think? So I like it. Headline, Bring it on. A valedictorian went rogue in his final speech. His school tried to shut him down. Mm. I'm not even going to explain it to you. We're just going to play the clip for you to listen to. Throughout my time at Wyoming area, I have pursued every leadership opportunity available to me. In addition to being a member of student council since I was a freshman, my classmates have also elected me class president for the past four years, which has been my greatest honor, and I would like to thank you all for that one final time. It really means a lot. However, at our school, the title of class president could more accurately be class party planner, and student council's main obligation is to paint signs every week. Despite some of the outstanding people in our school, the lack of a real student government combined with the authoritative attitude that a few teachers, administrators, and board members have, prevents students from truly developing as leaders. <laughs> Hopefully, this will change. Turn the mic off. Whoa, shut the mic off on him. <laughs> the guy got up and removed him. I mean, the the when the guy started giving his piece and laying it down of how it really was, they shut that off, didn't they? But you know the beauty of it is that kid still had respect for the person in authority there, and he still he said, okay, if I've got to go, I've got to go. He walked off. What? He respectfully walked off. Now, I agree with what he said. I agree with his right to say it. I agree. He was bold in saying it, well, and, and I, I love the boldness. And I think he did it in a very good way. I don't he think did. that was slander. I mean, he said no. there are some very good people in our school, he, yeah. you know, so he's not making a blanket statement. Right. And he didn't slander and, like, make – he just said, overall, it's limiting our – like, he, yeah. he did it very well. It was not – Really nasty. No, he didn't call anybody out. He wasn't, you know, like you said, slandering or slurring with anybody. But, yeah, he made a point about developing leadership at that level. I mean, this was a kid who has been his class president all four years of his high school career. You think he career. had some, some frustrations built up? A little bit. because, And I understand from that perspective because, again, this, this kid wants – he's obviously got a leadership quality. He's trying to ch- make a change. He's trying to do things for the betterment of the students. He represents the students to the staff, to the administrators of the school. Uh, and, and he's been obviously relegated to just another kid that has some fake title in their mind, which obviously was demonstrated by them yanking the plug and, and sending him on his way. Yep. Now – 
What do you take away from this? Number one, I believe in freedom of speech. Okay? Right. But I believe in freedom of hearing also. If there's freedom of speech, yeah. you should respect listening to other opinions yeah. as well. Number one, if you have a platform, okay, use it. You have the ability to have a platform for a positive or negative. Mm-hmm. You, but you should also be open to listen to other platforms. And you should also know when to use your platform and when not. Right. Okay. There's all those lines. And until you're, you educate yourself enough where it's like uh, earlier when you talked about the students that walked out on, on the speech, you know. Uh, um, yeah, Mike Pence. That, yeah, that, that, you know, and there's times that just because you don't agree with somebody, it doesn't mean that you need to pull the plug. Right. And pull them off. You should, if, if you're a smart person, you're going to listen to the other side and you're going to have respect. For, there's a lot of people that I don't like, but I respect their title or where they are yeah. in a position aspect. And I'm not going to disrespect them, totally. even though I don't agree with them. I also believe you've got to be careful of your platform. You need to know when and when not to and how to do it. In my opinion, this kid used his platform to try to make a change. And I think, personal opinion, he did it in a very good way. It wasn't this just throw out all these you know, accusations or any of that. Yeah. But you know what? He, I think he did it very well. So I think that everybody has platforms in today's world. It's good and bad thing for everybody. True. Nowadays, it's not decided upon a whole lot of um, stuff to who gets on TV. Everybody has their own TV with social media. Right. So fortunately and unfortunately, we can have some crazy ones, some not. You're the man who has the biggest platform to anybody that kind of built it on that. Yeah. You have the ability to have a plat. You have a platform that has an ability that you could be doing negative things or not, but you choose to do positive. Right. You know. I mean, people say you're controversial in ways, but. You put out a ton of, ton of positive, motivational stuff to inspire people. Yeah. So you're using your, your platform in the right way. And I think, you know, we got to be careful. Well, you do have to be careful because although you have the freedom of speech, there is also consequences to that speech. Always. And, and people do have the right to listen or to not listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, and you want to be able to use that freedom of speech with a respectable way. You do. I try to be as respectful as possible, although at times, yes, controversial. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't think that you can make change. Without some controversy. Yep. You can't change without challenge. And so I put things out there that at least make people think. And now, a lot of times the people, their gut reaction is, oh, oh, you were a little harsh on that. I had someone who told me today on Twitter, they said, we respect you more when you don't get low. <laughs> well, I didn't think what I said was low at all. I, I, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. But, again, humor is subjective, and sometimes people are easily offended by it. This kid, what he did, does it matter? Does it really matter? Is he really affecting some major social, social cultural change? No, but it was something. He earned the position to have that microphone Absolutely. right there. He had the right to give his speech. He had the right. And, and to pull the plug on somebody, he wasn't being vulgar. No. He was not being, you know. What, it, what does that say about? Does it? Does that not help solidify what, what his does, thoughts were? Do you not think, do you not it. believe more that he's telling yeah. the truth? Yeah. If he started off on this cussing rampage of stuff yeah. and sounded berserk, yes. Yeah. The, there's, you know, but he was very, he was saying it very. Oh, he was very eloquently. He was very articulate in what he was saying. And, and yeah, it says it volumes to how obviously they, they are treating this and looking at this because you just don't. Pull the plug on no. somebody. Not that, when it's not. If it was, if it would have been, like you said, a bunch of vulgar language yeah. and all those things, yes. It was something you said earlier, which is interesting, which is, I think, one of the biggest points here. Freedom of speech is alive and well. Yeah. I 100% believe we should always have freedom of speech. But you must understand there's a freedom called consequence as well. <laughs> yeah. So say what you want, have your right, and our generation gets it the most. They go, well, you know, uh, 
that person, uh, what was that? That one girl that had said something on social media and lost her job and all that, and yeah. she was mad saying freedom of speech. You have the right to say that. Yeah, they didn't put you in jail for saying no, it. No, but you, you have consequences. consequences. So whatever you say, there's going to be consequences. Yeah. So, you know, I try to tell my people all the time with your brand, you know, in, in sales and what we do, like, I go, what you put out on social media, okay? Whatever you put out there can all be Googled and found about you. Yeah. So if you're okay with the fact that if you just love Donald Trump so much and you put that out there and you were to sit down with the client and that client's a Hillary Clinton fan and they Googled you and found that and they said they're not doing business with you, you lost that piece of business because of that. If you're okay with that, fine. You have freedom of speech or vice versa. You know, I'm yeah. using that just because of what it is. But it's to think about, you know, I don't want to lose business because of something like that. So be careful about what you put out there. Yeah. Be careful what you use your platform for. Um, and make sure you're using it the way that you want to be seen in. Uh, Zach, could you pull the plug, please? Uh, I, yeah. I don't like what Heath is saying right now. Would I you please turn him off right can now? Can you please mute him? We need to get He's him. He's making in. too much sense. We need to Way get too Chad. Much we need to get Chad in a safe space. <laughs> this is why people always tell me, though. Seriously, they say, they say, we love that you say what you're saying because you say what we're thinking. We can't say it. I understand that. I don't have a boss. Yep. I don't have a boss. I, I don't have somebody who can fire me. But now I but ha- you but you're gonna have you can I have networks have that would not put you on because of your others and you're okay with that but yeah. you're aware of that I had a theater you're it, not gonna go throw a right. fit if CNN wouldn't put you on because they right. thought you were too conservative or or anybody right you're yeah. not gonna go throw a fit saying this isn't fair for me because yeah. you know what you've done I had a theater recently in Kansas who said they they were all gung ho wanted to have the show and then they said oh wait we can't have him he made an anti LGBT uh, statement one time and I my manager called me and said when did you do that and I said never. Yeah, it's people's perception of it. Yeah, I wouldn't do that because I'm not anti anybody. Yeah, but that you still see even the things you don't say, the things that people hear that you never even said have consequences. But again, you're not throwing a fit about it because you no. know that what you say and what you're doing and what yeah. you put out there will always make some happy right. and some not, and you're okay with the fact that if it yeah. didn't, whatever, you know your consequences. So, freedom of speech, use it. But I also believe you need to start turning around and listen to the freedom of the speech yeah. others are given. And in return, understand, consequences are for real. Yeah. All right. We're over time. We've got to come back to the second segment of Second Shot. Hang on one minute. Listen to an ad. We love you, and we'll be right back. He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Hey everybody, it's Chad here, and if you know anything about me, you know that I read a lot of books, at least three to four a week, and there's one that I've read several times. It's by my buddy, Heath Oaks. It's called Ignorance on Fire, Failing Your Way to Success. If you want to have your life changed in your business, in your relationships, in the way you look at the world of success, you need to pick up Ignorance on Fire. Go to Amazon.com, buy the book, leave a review. I promise you, you're going to love it. Go get it today. Ignorance on Fire by Heath Oaks, Failing Your Way to Success. Ready, aim, fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. Speaking of freedom of speech, it's amazing how many messages from strangers I get every day of people telling me what I should say about certain (laughs) issues. Chad, would you please speak out on this issue? It's important, and I know that you can use your platform to say it perfectly. Now, go say what I'm telling you to say. (laughs) You know what I do? Delete. <laughs> you know what I'm also happy about, Chad? Hmm. Not that not o- not only that I'm happy that I just get to sit here and see your most beautiful right. face, okay? But yet, 
having you back for the intros and extras, you're just so much better at that than I am. I think well, it sounds so much what better. I do, it really what does. I do. It, you're, you're pretty good at them, Heath. No, no, sure. no, honestly, it the does. The beauty of the beauty of this show, and and this is what I've had Are you several that people right now. I'm getting all the uh, <laughs> get all the, the condensation. I'm off. getting the glistening condensation off. <laughs> the thing I love about this show, so many people in the last couple of weeks when we were not together. We're sending messages saying, you guys need to do more second shot. And I was like, we've been doing it. Either I've done it or you've done it or we've had guests in or, or the mm-hmm. thing. And they're like, no, no, you've got to do it together. Yeah. So I'm hearing a lot of people who are coming and saying, we, we really don't. We, we just want to hear you all together because there are positives to, to both sides of what we bring to the thing. You, you, I, I mean, I am smooth and amazing. You are. And, Absolutely. And, you and are you're just, good looking. You're, you're um you come in here with a custom suit that nobody can see that I just can't take my eyes off of. You, you, you always make up new words that I like, and then I find myself using them in normal conversation out on the street with people. Not and many people can make up words <laughs> the way I can. Let's be honest. You are good. How many people can good. make up words like me? No, I, I, I love uh, what we both bring to the table on this thing, and it's a lot of fun. It's so, a, it's so you know, what something else is funny here is that uh, Mimi here that's in the studio, intern, yeah. senior at Ar- University of Arkansas, my little cousin is also – University of Arkansas, yeah. and that she knows who she is. Like, how small of a world is that? That yeah. you know, University of Arkansas is not small at all, no, and so they're in the same sorority and everything. That's really pretty cool. Um, but this next headline, shout out to Peyton. Peyton, mm. what? Uh, <laughs> Elon Musk runs mm-hmm. two huge that's, that's companies. That's my nephew. Yeah, don't you? I wish, wish. Elon Musk. Uh, by breaking his day into five-minute slots, Elon Musk. If you don't know who he is, is a tech entrepreneur that owns Tesla and uh, SpaceX, right? Mm-hmm. So he's obviously a very busy guy, worth billions of dollars. Did you take a SpaceX ride? Uh, I would in a heartbeat. Absolutely. You would? Yes. Mm. Yes, in a heartbeat. Anyway. You he puts do, in. You wouldn't do it. I don't know. I probably would. I, I'm on the same boat. I don't know. Maybe. I, given I, the I'd opportunity, have to, I I'd have to watch would. somebody do it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after they did it and came back safe, then I'd be on. Board. I wrote a book called Ignorance on Fire. Of course, I'm going to. <laughs> that do is it. true. Money where your mouth is. Anyway, and Elon, five minutes. So he's massively busy, obviously, yeah. right? I mean, um, probably they say that managed probably 100 plus hours, right. you know, easily a week that he's doing stuff. And and what he does, his strategy is is that he breaks everything up into five minutes, but he also um, he also does, stays away from emails and, and kind of all the things that waste time. Right. He always eats lunch in meetings or stuff to do it both at the same time, and he breaks everything up into five minutes. That's kind of his little strategy of what five right. minutes he does this, five minutes he does that, um, and whatnot. But, you know, he's always trying to innovate and enhance, you know, his productivity. And he says that's the single best piece of advice. Constantly think about how you could be doing things better and questioning yourself. Yeah, that's what he told him. Um, what 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 do you what's your well, thoughts on that? First of all, here's a 45 year old man who's worth 17.1 billion dollars. Yeah, so that's a billion with a B. B B B B B B. B. We're talking we're talking Christian Gray for you 50 yeah, yeah. Shades of Gray fans <laughs> out there. Now, let me tell you something. A billion dollars makes everybody real sexy. Yes, it does. Uh, Even so, me. Hey, man, I'm telling you the things. I could never mind. <laughs> um, the uh, instead, I'm Earl with a single wide trailer. <laughs> Let me show you my closet. I'm 50 shades of farmer's tan is what I am. (laughs) So I want to point out that when a man like that, 45 years old, uh, points out the things that he does to make him successful in how he runs his day, I consider myself busy. You consider yourself busy. I want to listen. How does he do that? Now, maybe he has the ability to do certain things that we don't have access to because he's got people who manage things for him. Mm 
But but it's also because he is so busy that he has that people right. do it. None of us have right. as much going on. Exactly. As he does. But that's what has made him successful. A lot of us look at things like that and we say, well, I, there's no way I could do it that way because if I let it go, well, it's just not going to get done. But here's a guy who has made a fortune, fortune on top of fortune, doing it a certain way. And uh, an old friend of mine used to tell me, and it's an old principle, it did, certainly didn't originate with him, but you spend 80% of your time doing that thing that you're 20% most Im- is most important. So spend 80% on the 20% and spend 20% on the 80% that really wants to steal your time and your energy mm-hmm. and just keep you bogged down in busy work. I can look at my phone right now, and, and this is minor by some standards, but I got 5,436 outstanding emails in one box alone. Now... That wants to stress me out. Yep. Because those are things that Worrying I probably you. at some point in time should have dealt with. Yep. Uh, how much money is still in that inbox right there? And so I started thinking, oh, I got to deal with this. I got to deal with this. But one of the most liberating and freeing things that I ever did in my professional life, personal life, is when I could just say, now my wife would laugh at this statement, but when I can just take it and say, I'm letting this go. Your wife would laugh because that doesn't happen. Because it doesn't happen that often, (laughs) at least by her perception and most people's perception. Because I do, and you know this, I do look busier than the average person. And anybody that follows me or watches what I do, they they, they say, oh, my God, you're so busy. I mean, you know, and you're the same way. Yeah, you know what I what I take the most is, is, number one, that he does have a strategy and a system. I am a systems guy. I always tell people that I was blessed to not be that smart. Yeah. Because I'm not that smart of a guy to just wing <coughs> things. So, like, I had to come up with systems for right. everything that I do. If there's anything that is ever done that's going to be repeated that you got to think about it, I always create a system for it. And believe you got to do that with your week. I believe that the biggest excuse in the world that people have is I don't have time. When if every <laughs> if I want you I, I want you to reprogram. You know I always talk about reprogramming phrases, correct? Yeah. When the phrase I don't have time comes into your mind, you need to turn that to what that really means is it is not a priority of mine. Yeah. It is not I don't have time. It is it is not a priority of mine. Okay, it's not negative or bad thing, but I bet you a hundred dollars that starts changing. What you act on and what you don't, when you realize what you're truly saying is, it is not a priority of mine because right. watching your soap opera at night is more of a priority yep. than spending the time on it. So, and I am just as guilty mm-hmm. at saying I don't have time. I really mean it's not a priority because if it was a priority, I would get it done. Yeah. I would make it happen because when things are a priority of mine, I make it happen. Yeah. I will get it done. Yeah, I had a friend of mine years and years ago. He's an incredible piano player, and I think I've told this story before where I said, boy, I I wish I could play like that. And he said, no, you don't, because if you did, you would have taken the time to learn how to play like this. It's not a priority. And you're exactly right. We have the exact amount of minutes, moments, hours, seconds in the day as Elon Musk has. However, he gets a lot more done. A lot more done. He's created a system by which he can get it done. And and, and here's the thing is, I'm not telling you, uh, number one, I'm not that guy that believes the, I need three hours of sleep and you got to grind just after that. No, no, I need my sleep. Yeah. Now my beautiful little daughter is teaching me how to, <laughs> how to, how, how to do without it. But yeah. um, I will tell you that it, you know, Elon Musk's system it isn't the same thing. I'm going to use you are. We don't run Tesla and SpaceX, okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Now, what I would say is come up with a system for your life. You know, when you use the word "I don't have time," it is not a priority of yours. Right. Everywhere and every minute of the day, you have wasted minutes or wasted time. Mm-hmm. 
Like I said in my quick shot, we only live this life once, folks. Right. Whatever it is you do, build a block schedule like you almost have a boss telling you what to do. Right. And what that will do is help you schedule out what it is. So so put in the time slots like like you have somebody telling you that if you don't do this, like it's a boss telling you when you're going to get it done, what you're going to do. So all those things that you have been saying I don't have time for, I want you to rethink all them in your head right now and use the it's not a priority of mine. And the one thing that makes you really squirm the most because it makes you kind of sick to think it's not a priority, make a change, put that in a block schedule, block it out to make that a priority. Yeah. And and here's the thing. A lot of times you're going to feel guilty when you say it that way because there are some very important things that you will neglect because it's not a priority. And when you look at it, I mean, maybe it's time with your kids. Yep. And you look at it and say, ooh, I'm, if I'm being honest, that wasn't a priority today. But by saying that, you're going to be honest with yeah, it. And if that makes you squirm the most, you're mm. going to know which ones you need to start putting a block you out schedule. You need to start blocking it out. Boy, I tell you what, if you don't take anything away from this podcast, that is a principle. You need to rewind it and listen to this segment again because what you just said, that is absolutely pure wisdom. So hang around and, I don't know, maybe a little more pure wisdom. You, you can almost run a Tesla car on the wisdom no that's coming out of here. So no hang lie. on, we're going to be right back with the third segment. It's going to be a fun one. Second shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Chad and Heath still to come. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you would like to cut your power bill in half tomorrow, go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code WATCHCHAD. I will tell you that I have saved over 65% on my first year using energyogre.com. They do all the work for you, and they save you money at the same time so you never have to worry about it again. Again, go to energyogre.com, promo code WATCHCHAD, and save some money. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCN. I believe I can fly. Woo! You know what? It's hard to sing with that music going in the back. It's it's hard for me to sing anyway. Was it R. Kelly? Yes, R. Kelly. Yeah, I believe I can fly. Heck yeah. Google that guy. (laughs) Look at all the great decisions he made in life. Hey, you know what we were talking about the other day that's funny? You um. Like the you talk about like an R. Kelly something, and I think of like a boys to men. I loved boys to men. You know, believe it or not, like I love BBD. I used to love some boys to men. Right. Boys to and men, I don't sure. think nobody would ever label me as yeah. somebody that would guess I would like boys to men. But I love me some boys to men. Well, maybe they would. I don't know. But I love boys to men. They were the <laughs> best part of Lethal Weapon Three. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody tell me how to get back? Well. Since we, um, again, we're, we're here at our, our last part where we usually take some viewer questions, but producer Zach's got some questions yes. he wants to run by, and we may have Mimi intern that may kick in with some as well, but let's, let's fire it off. All right, this one's going to sound a little out there, but uh, oh. Ellen Musk in the second segment, you were talking about how uh, you know he does something that's a little sounds a little weird at first, but it kind of works. Do you guys have anything like that, anything that you'd say is... It's, it's one of those things in life that, that you, you tell people, and you say, I know it sounds weird, but just try it. It's awesome, you know? And, and, and I don't know if that's anything from putting p- pickles on your hamburger to, to some <laughs> kind of block scheduling in your business or what you got. But anything, anything, anything like that that really, sounds really obscure but is actually really cool. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I, well, when Heath told me about Energy Ogre, I said, that's too good to be true. Oh, I, I can't believe that. I had somebody send me a message today. They said, is that a multi-level marketing scheme? Is that something that's going to take my money or something like that? No, I promise you, it is. It sounds too good to be true, but it's the most amazing thing on the planet. And that's a cheap plug, but it's true. Um, <laughs> it, it's just one of those things. Sometimes I hear about stuff like that, and I get stuff thrown at me every day. Mm. 
whether it's an opportunity, a business opportunity, an op- a foundation, a benefit, you know, something like that. And I, I always look at them with a little bit of a caustic glance because I'm thinking, oh, it's just another thing, you know. Yep. But every now and then you look at it and you're like, wow, this is this is legit and this is a real deal. So it's careful. Yeah, I mean, you got to have that filter in place, but you still you got to be open to it. You know, I'm trying to think. I know I got some stuff that I do that is probably really yeah weird. Um, and, and none of it's really popping off the top of my head. I mean, I have my habits and routines that that I do. I mean, and, and I'm we're all creatures of habit um you know i believe that starting your morning with reading something positive or inspirational or um, just setting 15 minutes aside for that i've recently started to get into the meditation thing a little bit there's a headspace app and download it and kind of guide you through that and i know some people go meditation you are weird all (laughs) meditation is is sitting quietly and just being with your thoughts and at times I have found it to be very helpful for me lately because you get bombarded all the time. It was somebody came to the office the other day and they were like, well, you can't grab Heath. Every time you see him, he's always on the phone. And so (laughs) I'm listening or on the phone 24-7. So uh, I have found it very relaxing to this new little habit of creating 15 minutes of little meditation, which is not some weird like hippie thing that everybody thinks. It's purely getting with your thoughts. So that that may be something obscure to people. And I will tell you something on that. And I know this is off of the question exactly but what you're talking about right there i I have learned to do that as well with my thing is i have to let things go yep so i have to start saying okay this this doesn't matter this doesn't exist this and i'll start naming off some really really precious things yep and i'll start saying it doesn't matter right now i'm letting it go because sometimes it builds up so much that you verbally and i've done this in the shower i've done it in the car where i've just said this, this, I don't care about Ooh, this. Ooh, in the shower. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> calm down. I've been really trying, baby, <laughs> to let Ooh. it all go. Mm. So, yeah, but yeah, you're right about that. And I used to think that was hokey and wild yeah. and weird and all that. But I tell you, there's something about verbalizing things and just getting it out and letting it go and clearing your mind. And, and then filling your mind. Yes. I don't believe in a void. I, I believe you fill your mind with truth. And, and you reinforce that truth. So thinking on those things, I think, is what true meditation well, if is. Well, Elon Musk said 80% of his time was spent on just creating and innovating. You know what that really is? That's him sitting by himself with yeah. no distractions and thinking things through, which is basically uh, being able to, to really start in a meditation thing is, is clearing your mind of trying to get all the thoughts out of it where your mind isn't working at that moment as hard, and it makes you have a break and rest. Yeah, I heard a story years and years ago about uh, they were given a tour to some uh, some shareholders and board members at IBM, mm-hmm. and they walked past the executive. They were walking through the executive suites, and they looked in, and there was a, a VP who was sitting in his office. It had kind of like a window like we have here like by the door, and they could look in, and he was leaned back on, in his chair with his feet propped up on his desk just staring out the window. And they walked by again. And then again, you know, just kept coming back and forth. And every time they passed him, they said, you know, finally they asked one of the head guys that was given the tour, uh, who was an executive himself. They said, that guy's not working. What's the deal? Why isn't he in there doing something? They said, that guy last year had an idea that profited us $250 million immediately. That's how he works. He sits in there with his feet propped up and he thinks of ideas. Getting by yourself and just being alone with your thoughts. Yeah will create some more productivity than making yourself feel like you're busy. Yeah. Well, I love it. I think, I, I think we do that a lot. I think we literally in our lives, we, we do things to make ourselves feel busy. Yeah. 
for the sake of we think you got to be busy all the time to yeah. be productive when that is completely 100% inaccurate. I have people all the time who say, Chad, you have too much time on your hands. You need to go get something. You need to do something productive. You have no idea. You know, I, yeah, I'll drive to the bank and make another deposit. Yep. And I don't mean that arrogantly. It's because I have, I create. That's what I do for a living. And yep. I come up with ideas and I'm visual and I, I see things in my mind and I put them out there and make them reality. And guess what? I've learned ways to make businesses out of them. Yep. I, that is what an entrepreneur does. And that's what I've done. I've created this thing. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, it's funny because everybody wants to be critical of other people because they have this perception of what a work ethic looks like. Yes. And your work ethic is, is yours is totally different from mine. Yeah. We, 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 we both, like you said, we are, our, yeah. our strengths are different where you are the guy that really yeah. likes to take run where I'm the one that wants to develop the other. We've talked about that. Yeah. He, so he, what I may be doing with my work and what you do in your yeah. work is different. Yeah. But it works for both of us. It does. It does. And it's okay. And that's, and that's absolutely it. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you where I get my best ideas is when you and I go to the bar downstairs and just talk on a Friday afternoon and we order a drink and, and we sit there and we just, I listen to your brain, you listen to my brain and admit it. When we walk away from that, we're energized. We're ready to 100%. take over the world. hundred percent. We really are. Find those people in your life who will fill your brain with the things on which you need to think. I've got people like my boss too, which works well is that, yeah. and, and it's like, like with you when to bring stuff up is that, um, I, my, my ideas are not always perfect. Yeah. But I need people like you and like my boss. And I can go to him and throw out an idea. And, and he goes, okay, this part's crazy, but let's make this work. Because his yeah. brain works the other way. And it ends up making the great yeah. idea. But if it would have just been me and I would have just tried to take what I wanted was perfect, it yeah. wouldn't have been near as perfect where like when you and I bounce our stuff off, how we make each other look at it a little yeah. differently. And it actually comes up with that better idea. So surround yeah. yourself with those people. Well, a wise man you got to become said, one you first. Do. Well, and here's the key on that. A wise man once said, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. But here's the thing. You got to get those people. You got to, if you're iron, you got to find iron. Yep. You can't iron, iron it and sharpen by aluminum. You're, Don't go find aluminum. Go find other people of the same character and nature of you. And like John Maxwell, five levels of leadership, yeah. you will never attract anybody more talented than yourself. Focus right. on growing yourself and getting better, and you'll only right. travel. you only get the law of the lid. Um, but I love the law of the lid. Oh, I do too. That's now, a great one. Guys, again, share us. If you Come liked on. this episode, put this on your Facebook, on your LinkedIn, on your Twitter, whatever. Look me up at Heath Oaks or at Ignorance on Fire. And... Uh, you can also look up Chad somewhere. I we think. are making Zach so smart. I tell you, he just listens. It's, it's like true. It's, I mean he just, it. Yeah. He's just learning. WatchChad.com. Life changing. WatchChad.com. So easy. And yeah, pick up Heath's book. I'll tell you what, it'll change your life. And uh, guess what? We'll see you again right here next week on another episode of Second Shot.